This episode of The Horror Basement is brought to you by the 17th Annual Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival going on October 19th, 20th, and 21st. For more information, go check them out at fullmooninc.net. If you know what's best for you, you check out our sponsors, Nightmare Toys, where all your horror collectible needs are. Southern Sun Tanning and Boutique. That's where you can get Tennessee Horror New Shirts and much, much more. Macabre Melts. The smell of horror is near. Full Moon Cineplex. The house of indie horror. And we can't forget. Vaughn Grimm Productions. Where if you need a mask, they got you covered. Hi, I'm Bill Mosley, and you're in the horror basement with Jim Jam and Johnny Leroy. <laughs> Lick my plate, you dog bitch. Welcome to the Horror Base, the TN Horror News Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Johnny Leroy. As always, we got Jim Jam here with us. Jim Jam here. We'll also have Yeti on this episode. Yep. And we will be talking with Clarissa Jacobson. Writer, creator, did you say creator? Yeah. Of Much Ladies, short film. Which hopefully it gets a feature because it's awesome. Like if you get it, if you can find lunch lady somehow, I don't know if you if it's even available to find. You should watch this short film because, yeah, they kill kids and it's awesome. It's amazing. Wait, that's not good though. I just said they kill kids and it's awesome. I'm not sure if I should have said it like that. Eh. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, uh, we're on to the Full Moon Festival. That's an horror festival, guys. Yep. In October, as you heard at the beginning of this, Middle Tennessee, Nashville, it's your opportunity. Once again, Sid Haig will be there. Everybody's seen Sid Haig. Hey. Sid Haig, nice to meet, right? This is... 17th annual. 17th annual, and this will be Tennessee Horror News' World Series. Super Bowl. Yeah. WrestleMania of the haunts for us in Tennessee. Yeah. Not haunts, but uh, conventions. Convention. Yeah. So. Creepy Con was fun. We're going to talk about that next week. Like We recorded this episode uh, a week before. It's not this week, but last, the week, not even last week, the last week before that. Yeah. So, or Saturday before, yeah, this, yeah. It's all confused. It's the Saturday after uh, the Jude uh, Walko. Yeah, but we recorded the Saturday before TripCon the 18th. Yeah. But uh, because we knew we'd be busy. We're going to talk about CreepyCon next week, though. You don't have to worry. If you're interested in that, it was a lot of fun. We'll get into more detail with all that because we met a whole bunch of people. Yes, we did. And we made a whole lot of contacts. And we're hoping we'll, them contacts will get in touch with us, as they said they wanted to. And we'll be able to roll out more content for everyone and have more people on the podcast that are local to Tennessee. But just, you know, independent horror people like we are. We met a couple. Haunt, well, we'll get, all, we'll get in all to it next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get in all to it next week. But this episode is really great. Clarissa is awesome. We had a great time. Yeti comes on. We even took a picture in the hairnet. Yep. We had a we're part of the hairnet club, so it's a good episode, guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media and everything about that. And we appreciate y'all for listening. Yep. And if you're with Scream Radio, listen through Scream Radio. You're awesome. Hell yeah. You need to check that shit out every every weekday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, right? At 3 p.m. Central. Yep, 3 p.m. Central. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. 
Oh. So we appreciate you guys. So uh, we go. Go. all right guys so on today's podcast we have clarissa jacobson with uh lunch ladies short film uh she is the writer of it and if you get a chance to watch this film in the future or whenever you definitely need to check it out because it it's hilarious <laughs> it is hilarious. Clarissa, we appreciate you being on here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be talking to the people in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, yeah. we uh, Yeti got this review, and, you know, he put up a review. Screener. Yeah, the screener. But, <laughs> I, I mean, he put up the review for it and loved it and talked about it, you know, how fucking crazy it was. Which it is. I love his review of it. He yeah, said, don't but, do acid while doing while watching this movie. Do not do acid. I'm like, that's a good point. Yeah, you <laughs> probably should not be doing acid while watching Lunch Ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, I was just sitting there. I was watching. I was like, dude, this is fucked up. This is hilarious. <laughs> you should see, like, when I, you know, because I wrote it and I, I produced it. And, and it's weird, like, when you write stuff, you don't really know what's in your brain until you actually see it visually put on the screen. And I was like, whoa, there's some sick stuff in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. Well, and y'all's uh, uh, practical effects were really, really good in this film. Yeah, uh, Matt Folletta, um is our SFX supervisor. And what's funny about that is... Um, when I decided to do the film, I didn't, I didn't have a director. I didn't want to direct because I produce and finance and do everything and too much and I don't really direct so I um I had met Matt at a bar like four years maybe no longer than that six years prior and I was looking for a director and I happened to reach out to Matt on LinkedIn and he had recommended he recommended Josh and Josh brought Matt on and so Matt Matt owns his own SFX shop and they do a lot of big movies and Matt Matt and the director are really good friends and Matt's just a great guy who came in and I told him exactly how I want to, you know, like the director and I were on the same page. I said, you know, I want it, I want it to look real enough that you cringe, but not like saw, like, I don't want anybody thinking it's yeah. like really like, you know, and uh, Matt came in and just did freaking fantastic job. So he, he owns a company called Soda FX and has worked on quite a few other movies. And I was just lucky to have him. Just real lucky to get him. Well, he did an amazing job. So. Yeah, the man that that first slop that was being served <laughs> that was so <laughs> disgusting looking. I, was just I know. Like, well, I have a food like, stylist too that did did some of the did some of the food, and then Matt did all the green stuff. Yeah, that, that shit. I know. I didn't smell. That was like everything else. There was a lot of stuff that did smell bad, but like Matt, because that's what he does. He, you know, he like he whipped up, whipped up this weird looking green stuff. I'm like, good. Like the the grosser the better. Awesome. <laughs> it, it reminded me of like from back in the day, like the early '90s Nickelodeon shows. Like for some reason, like the slop that was being served to the, the kids at school, like just. Like an, I don't know why. It just like you know, you have them flashbacks. That's what like, it's supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had that. And flashback. he bought all those potatoes too. Like Matt had all those potatoes. He, I mean, he did. He just did a lot of great stuff on it. So you know, it'd been awesome to throw back to school would be the rectangle pizzas. Oh my god! Right in the feature, they but have they were good. In the feature, they have rectangle pizzas. Yeah, well, I wrote the feature first. I made the short because I want to get interested in the feature. And yeah. so they serve a lot of different lunches. So, like, when I was thinking back to, like, you know, when I went to high school, there was there was Sloppy Joe's. That was always, like, eh. There was the square, those rectangle pizzas, <laughs> you know. And school pizza. I just call it amazing. It, we either call it ballpark pizza or school pizza. That's just... What did you call it? Ballpark? What is it? Ballpark pizza because when... Here, when I played Little League in Babe Ruth, that's the type of pizza they served at the ball field. So, oh, my God. That's so funny. It's so funny, too, that you guys had that pizza and everyone. we had that pizza. Because I grew up in Minnesota. Everyone had so that, that pizza, be like I think. like the standard pizza. Yeah. And then the Sloppy Joe's. Ugh. Oh, I, and then sometimes I the goulash, the goulash your, day. Your, <laughs> your Minnesota accent came out when you said Sloppy Joe's. 
<laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. I've worked I, really hard to try to get rid of that because I got made fun of a lot in Los Angeles about oh, Minnesota accents. Well, but man, if, back if, man. If me and Johnny come to Los Angeles, they'd probably give us some big time hell. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's charming though. I love your guys' accent. <laughs> uh, we don't have accents. You do. I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah oh, you I know I do. Talking like you by the end of the by the end of the podcast, so I'll probably have your your accent. Inherit your accent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. We've had people on that makes fun of our accent. So. Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So everybody. But yeah, like we get back to the school stuff. I. When I was in high school, though, we had triangle pizza, like a slice. Triangle pizza. Well, it was a, I don't know what slice you went to. Yeah, it's enormous, but it, but it was the he, cheese was kind of plasticky. He went to he went to Coffee County High School. Yeah, but but we I mean, it was yeah. hamburgers three times a week and pizza two times a week. <laughs> wow. Pizza was always a good day at school. You were like, oh, good, we got pizza today. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? When I got older, I, they started having stuffed crust pizza at school. <sighs> Dude, I ain't taking what. Hey, uh, not in my school. Yeah. Not in my school, yeah. <laughs> no, not in my school. Not in my school. And my, my parents were <laughs> poor, so we got reduced lunches, so we got pizza for 30 cents. Dude, he's buying extra pizza. You know. Yeah. <laughs> let, me get, let me get about three slices. Damn. <laughs> so, Do you guys have cinnamon rolls? Those are my favorite. I, that was the only thing good at the school lunch made was the cinnamon rolls. We didn't get our cinnamon rolls. Break, I think breakfast, we had them. I didn't get Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah. We didn't get cinnamon rolls. Well, like, there's no cinnamon rolls at this lunch lady school. Trust me. When, <laughs> when, when I was in school, in high school at least, like I said, there was one line that was pizza two times a week and hamburgers three, and then we had a hot lunch plate line, and you had a salad and sandwich line. That was it. Hey, Yeti, oh, my God. My Yeti school just, was a different meal every day. Yeti just messaged. He's about to, hold on. He's about to call oh, in. Sweet. Oh, we're going to have Yeti on. Let me pause it real quick. All right, so we got Yeti's bitch ass on here with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeti, you didn't think I'd know about this shit. Oh, hell, I saw that coming. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to let you off the hook. Yeah. No, but we've already... Oh, yeah, we do have the feedback. We've been talking to Clarissa about school lunches and just how, you know, you was talking about how that show was... Hey, hold on, hold on. Um, shit. here we go. All right, guys. So we're back. Uh, we had some uh, technical difficulties, but yeah. So we was talking about some lunch foods and stuff and stuff and because we're talking to lunch ladies about lunch ladies. Yay! Yep. <laughs> um, we was talking off when we had the difficulty of uh, how great the acting was in your film, and you were saying that you uh, picked the people yourself. So, like, you already knew. Yeah, like, I, my background is I, I thought I wanted to be an actress at one time. So, I, I mean, I, I just study acting a long time, and that's really, really important to me is having good actors. And when I wrote Lunch Ladies, I had been in a play with Donna, who's the lead, many, many years ago, and I wrote it for her. So I knew that I knew she could kick ass. And then Josh, the director, knew Mary Manofsky, and, he, and he's like, she's going to be perfect. We put them together. The cheerleader was um, Shana Weber, who's one of the producers, knew that her since she was a little girl, cast her. And then every single other person are all people <laughs> are all people that I knew were great. So, like, the principal is, was in my writing class, and the teachers were – a lot of them were in my writing class. And then and I found the students on backstage, and it was just really important for me that they were all, like, real actors who knew what they were doing. And I, I just – having good actors is – you gotta have them. So I was, I was really lucky. You know, I'm grateful to have great ones. Yeah, they can definitely make or break your film. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They can. Well, Yeti, you're uh, you the one that reviewed the movie, so uh, jump in here. I just, I really dug the uh, the Sweeney Todd. The there's a lot of directions you could have went. Sweeney Todd was just perfect, and. Uh, and then, and then giving it the whole musical feel. That was just, what, what made you decide to go that route instead of, you know, any other? Well, when I, um, I, I wrote the short, I think I, I mentioned this a couple of times that I wrote the feature first and I always was like Donna Prony who plays the lead was like, 
you know, we were talking one day and she said, you know, I just wish someone would write a movie about lunch ladies because she was always getting passed up for this role, these roles. She would go out for, uh, uh, she would go out for a casting and her and another woman were the same type and they liked each other, but it was competitive because one or the other would always get the role. So she's like, damn, I just wish there was somebody who would make a movie about lunch ladies. And then two middle-aged women could get roles. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And then she was an, in Sweeney Todd at the time, I believe. And I was like, it'd be so cool to do a spoof on Sweeney Todd in high school, but everybody does spoofs on Sweeney Todd. So why not wink at it and make these lunch ladies be obsessed with Johnny Depp. And then they get the idea to do what they do because Johnny Depp was in Sweeney Todd. So it was just like kind of this weird round of events, like that came to the idea. And I remember telling my writing teacher that I wanted to write a, a screenplay about murdering lunch ladies in love with Johnny Depp. And he was like, Oh my God, that's either going to be terrible or great. So <laughs> I, I wrote that. And then we, um, my teacher, my writing teacher was also a tap dancer on Broadway. And so he had an idea to do like this crazy dance sequence, like a high school musical on crack sequence in the film. And, we did that. And then the director found Anthony M. March, who's this brilliant composer from Spain who did this <coughs> Daniel John Williams type score. And that's how it all came together. And it always I always had in mind that kind of weird, surreal, you know, idea of I wanted it to be this over the top, crazy, outlandish. And I wasn't completely on board for having music all the way through the film, but then now it seems perfect because there's not one moment in, in the film where there's not a score, the score isn't running, which is kind of interesting. You don't get mm. any breaks. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd do the feature that way, but yeah. So just as a kind of fell in that way. Well, so. you, you bring up the feature and I'm just curious, are you going to try to keep the same actors or are you going to... Well, the goal is, yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be horrible to replace the lead actors, but the problem is it's Hollywood and like I made, I saved my money and scrimped and saved and, you know, financed this movie with my own money. So because of that, I got to have create, you know, creative control. I got to have every single person I wanted. And my goal is to continue to have every single person I want. Like, I think it's heartbreaking if I would have to replace Donna and Mary, but at the same time, like. It's better if the movie gets made. So if someone comes in and they're like, here's, you know, $5 million to make their movie, but we need to have these person, I'm going to have to be like, okay, but that is not what I want. And I think that it would be a huge, huge mistake to replace those two women because they are incredible and they're everything the lunch ladies stand for, which are underdogs. So who wants to see a big old star in those roles? Because it's about underdogs, you know? So... Let's just hope. Let's keep our fingers crossed that the feature gets made and we get to have all the actors in it that, that I want. It's going to cost you a lot more, though, to have Johnny Depp in the movie. <laughs> you never know. Johnny Depp's an interesting yeah, dude. Yeah, he, right? he is interesting. Because that'd be awesome. You know? like, when when I seen the end of it and like the Johnny Depp scenes or whatever, I don't want to ruin it for people, but mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, how 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 did that work? That's like, something we don't talk about. We keep that we, on the down. Because I was like, either they, <laughs> either they went to an actual, like where his band was playing, and, mm-hmm. and crashed it, or it was a really well done green screen. <laughs> really, yeah. or yeah, or the, you had keep, a really good impersonator that looks really like because there's a lot of people that impersonate Johnny Depp, and I was that's just like, true. and I was just like. Because it looks like they're there, but then it kind of looks like they're not there. But did they crash that place? Talk about. I Johnny, keep that on the download because the imagination behind it is better. Johnny, give, her a, good, give her a wink and maybe she'll say it. Say what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I keep it on the download. But you know in the feature, Johnny Depp's only seen for one minute at the end, too. Oh. Yeah, well, that's cool, though. That's all it really honest. needs to be. Because yeah, this, this story's really not him. about him. It's about getting to him. Right? Yeah, it's about friendships yeah. and looking for your dreams at but all costs. I'm not looking forward to the feature just because I want to see more kids die. Is that fucked up? Well, no, because actually there's a lot of good kills in the feature. Yes. <laughs> Fucking kids. Oh, oops. There's I mean. more Johnny Depp and more awful kids. Like, every kid that gets murdered, you're just like, fuck yeah, I want that kid to die. Like, I, was I mean, thinking... that's horrible, but it's like, it's funny, you know? It's like, they're just like the worst, meanest kids on the planet. They're bullies. They're horrible. They treat the lunch ladies like shit. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking the dude that threw the, the, the slop at her and hit her in the face is like, dude, he's so fucking dead. He 
so dead. Oh yeah, and the feature, he's the first one that dies. Yes. Awesome. See, that's what the I was thinking he would be. But he's so big, he would feed a lot of kids. Yeah, that's right. Jan Jan, when you feed a lot of kids. <laughs> it's pretty twisted, the feature, but like, it's, it's the same kids. type of vibe. I mean, it's like, it's, I, I had, someone said it's, it's the most positive serial killer movie you'll ever see. That's a good review. <laughs> you, were, you wrote a movie that uh, people are rooting for the killers. That's what I want. Yeah, because awesome. they're, they're, yeah. Just, they're fucked over. They, you know, their life sucks. They go to like this shitty school every day. Nobody gives them respect. You know, so. Like when they pulled people, up and I was just like, and the fucking trash cans were kicked over and I was just like, <laughs> fucking kids. I know. You know what I mean? Like, like gosh, damn, like, how do you walk into that place? So I based a lot of like my thoughts on high school, like what teachers and faculty have to go through in the public school system and all the bullshit they have to deal with. Fucking do. So I'd be like, Dad, is this right? Is this how a kid would act? Is this? And he'd be like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love the lunch ladies, and they're just like, Oh man, I love. I feel so good when I see her murder. Like, they're just like, because they tell me the awfulest stories of these kids, how mean they were to them, like dropping the food. Like one kid just took the food and like said, "This sucks," and she's like, "It's hard to feel so redemptive," you know. I never did that as a kid. I know because you were probably a nice kid, but there's a lot of asshole kids. That I was mean hungry. To them. I wasn't throwing my food on the ground. Yeah. He just didn't turn to an <laughs> asshole until he got older. Oh, good. Well. <laughs> Are you gonna let him say that about you? Hey, well, no, it's an ongoing thing. I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole. Hey, Yeti, what did you say though? So back when I was in school, lunch ladies were my favorite people. I was always the fat kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, oh, honey, you want some extra biscuits? And you damn right, I want extra biscuits and gravy. Come on. Oh my God, really? Like in my school, they were just treated. They were just like everybody would just bitch about the food, and everybody throw away whole trays of food. Like I just oh, think, God. imagine, you know, you're working all day, you have pride in your work, and you want to make a great meal, but you don't have the right stuff to make it with because the public school system, there's no money, and yet, and every day, some kid throwing your food away, making fun of your food, just yeah, be depressing as hell, you know, like working and in, in as a lunch lady and not having anybody respect your food, you know. I don't know when I was a kid growing up, and I was a skinny kid. I got made fun of for being so skinny. So he made up really? for it. And yeah, like no joke. Like I get made fun of for being skinny. I get made fun of for being big. Like it. Fuck. There's no in between. But uh, yeah, there is. You can have like massive abs. Yeah. And... Then somebody probably be like, "Dude, you're too short." <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna get made fun of. Like it's just gonna happen. But I guess because I was just hungry, like all the fucking time. Like I was just. We well, were grateful, eat. dude. You were grateful, but see, this yeah. is this is with elite kids who are not. I mean, originally, yeah. originally we wanted it to be in a like a John Hughes type school, a really oh, rich that'd be school. So good. But every but... school I called would fall through. I called a hundred schools. I couldn't find a school, and so the final school I found is a Catholic school, oh, which damn. was. Just yeah, which was like really like it was it looked more down and out. It was a really cool looking school, but like it didn't look super elite. So then we had to like come up with an idea to make it be like, you know, just the kids are just rotten. But <laughs> yeah, originally- I couldn't imagine being in that fucking cafeteria with them kids. Just even as a, ki- a high school kid, people cheering and playing instruments. <laughs> well, it's surreal, you know. It's like a surreal type of thing yeah i think i got that trumpet for 20 bucks on ebay (laughs) i'm so glad he's noticed the trumpet because i was like when we were thinking about the scene i said to the director i'm like i want a trumpet in this scene so i went on ebay and i got this really cheap beat up trumpet and then we gave it to this really really good looking guy to like be like the worst player (laughs) (laughs) he's made it this long through high school band and he's still just off his looks Exactly. Exactly. Off. Even in the band, they freaking get better, treated better just because they look good. It's a band jock. Yeah. yeah, I was like, let's give the trumpet to that dude, the tall, handsome guy. Let's give, let's give the trumpet to him, and he can't play for shit, but like he gets. In I know what it is. Hey, really? What's he that? goes to band camp. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, where, I, where has that trumpet well, been? I mean, that's like male cheerleaders. Come on. <laughs> go to cheerleading camp? I was I trying mean, to make a reference to American Pie. Oh, I American know you, Pie. You know what she's doing? You didn't have to reference. Everybody knew. Oh, okay. 
Everybody, hey, you're good, Jim Jam. You're good. Don't, don't be so insecure. <laughs> He's such an asshole to me. <laughs> I know. You didn't take a lot of abuse, man. You're like the freaking lunch ladies today. Oh, no. That's every day for him. <laughs> and you wonder why they call me an asshole. What, Yeti? Yeah. So one of these days you're going to snap and put somebody through a meat grinder, and we're all going to know why. <laughs> well, this will be on the podcast, and you're just going to hear gurgling after I slice his throat. Yeah. Well, hey, at least this is recorded. You know, if I die in the studio, Jim Jam did it. There's no fucking getting out of it now, bitch. Yeah, None. That's right. No, no, I, I have a disability. So uh, I want to get I want to get to these special effects. Uh, I'm going to spoil some more stuff, but you know that's what okay. we're talking about. The hot glue. Like, this was in the trivia of the IMDb, that the tops of the pies were hot glued. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 because um, we had to have, like, what are called, oh, there's a word for it. Um, you have, like, some real pies, and then the majority are fake. Because okay. because you can't, you know, like, yeah, you you think about, huh? they have to be, they have to keep hot. Like, the ones that the students had to eat had to be real. But there were so many pies. I mean, we had to have like sixty pies, and to fill fill all fill all those pies with meat and chicken and you know whatever you're going to put in them. Yeah, ears. So yeah, she um, the food stylist was Susan Boyle, and she just came, she was just came up with such a great idea. She just made the pie tops for like thirty of them. Wait, you say Susan Boyle? Boyle, B O Y L E. The, the Susan Boyle from America's Got Talent. Or Britain's no, got Britain's no, got talent. No, that's no, no. what I'm oh No, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. that'd be funny, but no, it wasn't her. But like, yeah, and then she filled the inside with beans to give them weight, just dry beans. No, oh, that's cool. So, I mean, that, that's smart. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize smart. that the food had to be actually hot for people to eat it on a movie. So I thought, well, if it gets cold, it gets cold. I kind of wish so, it was a video. I guess recording. there's even like regulations on that. Like if you eat food, it's got to be. No, up to... it's just that we want to be nice to our actors because it's oh. pretty gross. Like you, you know, like you got to eat this pie and it's going to be cold. I mean, it'd be disgusting. Teacher, so, and we had to look like they loved eating it, so it had to be good. You know. Yeah. Was it so, smashing it all over their face, putting their hands in it, eating it like this? It was. Was it banquet hot pot or not hot pockets, but the banquet pot pies? Yeah. No, they were homemade. She made homemade oh. them. The the wow. lady who homemade those pot pies. Well, they did look. I actually good. have a video. When I get some time, I'll send it to you of like where we interviewed them. Ask interviewed the people asking them what they thought of the pies after we they did shot look the good. scene. I mean, yeah. I was like, damn, them pies look good. We did use human <laughs> remains. Yeah. <laughs> I'll confess, though, at first glance, when I seen the ear on the one pie, I didn't realize that was an ear. He thought it was yeah. something else of the female origin. Of course, because all young dudes think that. But, it, but it was a really small that. image. Johnny. It was a really small image, and I was like, what the fuck? What? Johnny, Johnny, she said. Yeah, she said yeah. I was young. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> no you know like i made the poster that way too that was the idea like i was like i'm gonna put you know an ear pie poster and i was so excited i thought it looked so good and then my young dude friends were all like clarissa that looks like lady parts thank and you I was at least i'm not it. the only one <laughs> no, it's all dudes and i was gonna pull it and then and then no. my teacher and everyone was like no it's funny like and, and i'll tell you everybody when i drop those postcards off they go so like, and I had, I've seen people try to steal the poster and shit like that. So I'm like, you know what? If people want to think it's a vagina, let them think it's a vagina. Yeah, but that's good. Like you, really after you realize matter. it's in here. It's just funny, you know, it's yeah. funny. And, uh, I, I, but at the time, like I never imagined, like it's an ear pie. It's like, you know, what, what women are these dudes sleeping with that they think, I mean, that's a really creepy looking. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Whatever. women that you're sleeping with. It's the, never mind. Oh yeah, my I god! We, this I, I wish I knew how to record Skype video so I could use this because, especially when you said Susan Boyle and I was, we was both like, huh? <laughs> I know. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I'm like, "Oh, she's a lady from Britain, right?" It's like, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she walked out there and she looked all homely or whatever, you know. That's rude. That's true. That's what they do. Them shows are fake. Did make the pot pies in that movie? Them shows are fake though. She made pot pies and... I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying, them shows are fake. They make the people look a certain way, then 
they get out there and they do their thing. Right. The maximum amount of entertainment. Yeah, you know? exactly. They come out there and they're like, oh, they're shocked. No, they already knew what she could do. I mean, she did yeah. sit in freaking audition tapes. Right, right. Sorry, we got we get off track sometimes. That's okay. We Jim Jam has bad ADHD <laughs> that he self-diagnosed. Yeah, I, I, I read I read up on that because I'm looking up for my daughter. What she, do you need to share that people? It. it don't matter. It's okay. But uh, <laughs> then as I was looking at the symptoms, I was like, motherfucker. My mother let me go through life with ADHD. <laughs> so I immediately messaged her. I'm like, thanks a lot, Mom, for not taking me to the doctor. So she immediately calls me and like, what are you talking about? Because like, I have ADHD. Oh, my God. He self-diagnosed himself and accused his mom of not taking it. So now I'm going to go on the street. Mother. Now I'm going to go on the street and get some illegal Adderall and self-medicate. You let your guilt trip on your mom, man. (laughs) I can't focus, mom. It's because I have ADHD and it's your fault because you didn't take me to a doctor when I was a kid. Oh, Seems man. like you're doing just fine, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. just fine. He's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you from uh, uh, um, just take it from me. Adderall's a bad idea. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, how, well, if marijuana was elite or was legal, I would do it. But it's not legal in Tennessee. It's legal here now. Yeah, it's legal most. It's places. also legal at Yeti's residence. Oh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> he don't care. Do you, yeah. I mean, it's it's if you've read anything I've yeah, ever know, written, it's just it. like, yeah, okay, I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Yeti medicates when he watches these movies, so yeah, yeah, I'm not, any movie, yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna <laughs> get off track on laws. Like no, we're not on laws. We're just talking about. I, know, I just started just thinking about laws. marijuana now. I know, but I thought I just thought of a marijuana law that Ohio passed, but. Oh, I don't know marijuana now. Well, no, they passed. They were going to pass a law that said that if you're arrested, you can't go to jail for for drugs. If you're on probation and you get arrested for drugs, or you're around people with drugs, you can't go to jail. Like, they're going to pass some wow. shit where nobody goes. To they jail just for need drugs. to get rid of all that and just legalize it all. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Well, in Nashville, they decriminalized it. I don't know if that's... They should. Yeah, I'm they should. I'm going to Lisbon for Motel X, Lisbon, Portugal, and all drugs are legal in Portugal. We have no drug problems and no crime over there. Yeah, because... Same with same with Netherlands. Because there's Holland, no you know. stigmatism or whatever you want to... Like, oh, should right. I try this? Like, you say all drugs are legal in those places? Yeah, in Portugal and Lisbon and... and uh, I read somewhere that they had actually had like a, like a park where if you wanted to do heroin and shit you could go to that park and do it but yeah. you had to stay in that area it's, yep i don't know dude this is yeah. long i mean when i was when in I holland that. i didn't do any drugs because i just was having i was just too busy doing doing stuff but like it, yeah it's just not a big deal there people don't really give a shit about it it's like it's i don't know it's like it's just such a different mindset than the way it is in the u.s they have to get annoyed by people that come from like other countries. Well, come it's on, not man. legal. It's just here. And like they're so excited, like, oh my god, I could smoke weed in it's a coffee true. shop. And, like, in the United States, they can't tax it properly. Therefore, if they can't make money on it, they don't want it to be legal. That's right. all it comes down. It's the same way with liquor and alcohol. You can't make moonshine because they can't fucking tax it. I don't understand why That's you can't right. tax that. Well, because people will make it illegally. We'll, we'll, we'll make it not. Get and sell it and not be taxed on it. That's the only issue they have with it. Hmm. People could grow marijuana, sell it, and then not be taxed on it, and they don't like that. The government's not getting their money. Okay. Right. Yeah. I well, mean, that's my opinion. But we're way, 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 <laughs> way off. So, uh, so, how about some cannibalism here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's even better. Cannibalism or cannabisism? <laughs> Either one. Both. I don't even know if that's a word. Cannibalist, yeah, cannabisism. Let's get high and eat some people. I mean, that's actually a great idea for a B horror movie. Can- cannabisism. Yeah, cannabisism. Oh, uh, hey, you're a sc- you're a screenwriter now, so hey, you can have that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that could be your next feature after Lunch Ladies. It can right kind of it can kind of play off of it. 
Right, cannabisism. Yeah, and then Yeti can, you can. Where no one can hardly pronounce the word though, so I don't know how far it's going to go. Cannabisism, people will be like, what? You can use Yeti's likeness for the main character in that movie. <laughs> Just like they get tainted edibles. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's the twist. Tainted edibles. It's an, actually an anti-drug movie. You oh. see? Yeah. yeah, like like all of for madness. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some, um, or uh, thanking, thanking, thanking. Oh man, I had a yeah. really good idea for a movie, but uh, I was thinking, I was like, what if this really, really rich guy gives money to people, but you can't tell that you gave money to him, you know? But then they go get stuff done, and then they tell someone, and then he goes and murders them. It takes back whatever they got. Like, but the opening scene, like the chick got, gets breast implants. That's what I was about to say. So he and then he, he goes in and has a doctor go in and remove them while she's awake. Like she's still. Alive. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sadistic as fuck. Dude gets a yeah. penis enlargement. The penis enlargement. Oh my god. There, that, I'm, I'm more down with that. Okay, Let's well, we can do the penis enlargement thing. Instead of women. Yeah. She's, yeah, equal, goes and buys a house where they get burned up in hey, it. Is he an equal opportunity? Oh, yeah. They buy a house, he burns them up in it. Oh, my God. I'm still stuck on pot zombies, personally. I don't know. The what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm still stuck on pot zombies. I don't, I don't know. That's funny. Pot zombies. So the zombies, turn? are they turning the zombies from smoking weed? But there's actually a movie, a really wonderful movie by Max Groh called Bong <coughs> of the Living Dead. Isn't it like about, three of them? It's on a circuit right now. It's a feature and it's about zombies that, yeah, like bong, they kill the zombies with, with pot. Bong of the Living Dead. No. Yeah, I will be finding that and watching You got to check it out. I'll look you guys up. Max is like the best dude in the world. It's such a funny, it's such a funny movie. It's, it's oh, great. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, you'd love it. You like Max, cool dude. He's a really cool dude. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna try to get some. Uh, I know some people that work at this cheese factory. Can get some hair nets, and we're gonna get some <laughs> hair nets and take a picture of all three of us at. Creepy dude, Trump. I love it. You know what? I'll I'll mail you lunch lady hair nets, like I did for Yeti. If you send me your address after we talk, That'll then work. you have to even go hook those hair nets up. Yeah. Then when you we know. get together, we'll all take a picture. <clears throat> Oh my god, I love it! I love it so much. Please do. I, I love when dudes put on hair nuts, but see, these, especially dudes that don't have hair. Yeah, that's where, what I'm about to say. Where we worked, though, where we used to work, they had big white hair nets. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, I haven't. But the guys that don't have a beard, they don't have to wear a beard net. But the guys yeah, that the got a shaved head. But yeah, they, they have beard nets, but if you have a mustache, you don't have to wear any kind of net. You can have... Beard net. You're going to have to wear a beard net. I like that, a beard net. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't have to wear a beard net and a hair net. And look, as you see, there's no hair on this head. Yeah, you have know. to wear a beard net and a hair net, yeah. So what the fuck are they worried about? My dandruff or if I have dandruff or yeah, something? Man. It's just policy. Oh no, they don't want to give you special treatment. You yeah, know? it's all like policy. If everybody has to wear a hairnet, you got to wear a hairnet. Yeah, policy. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I don't work there no more, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so uh, have you got peaked or peaked anybody's interest yet? With like, they want to throw some money at you for lunch? Not lady. yet. I mean, I get I get so much interest, but nobody's giving me money yet. But I haven't given up hope yet. Um, the film's going to go into distribution at the end of the year, and you know, I think whoever I got can an give idea. me some, what's that? This idea to everyone, I think. Well, it's a good well. idea. Fangoria yeah. is looking for <laughs> Fangoria is looking for independent horror movies. Yeah, Fangoria. Really? Yes. Yep. Do you know anybody for... over there? Yes, we yeah. do. I have an email. I can send you. Dude, if you hook that up, I'm going to figure out what you can play in Lunch Ladies. <laughs> can you, can Please you, make him into a baby. Can you f fly us to L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> with, I, my, with my measly salary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to film it in L.A. No, I mean, I'd like to film it the same. The same um, Where did you film it at? School. At least in the hood. Like way down in the hood in L.A. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to do that then. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. You want to be glamorous in the middle of the city? No, no, I just 
I have a certain tattoo that I'm scared to show. Well, it ain't even that bad of a tattoo. Makeup. Oh yeah, well. Always makeup. It ain't nothing no, bad. Cool. It just says Tennessee white boy. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> he was really into this one white rapper. So yeah, there's a white rapper what? when I was growing up called Haystack, and they it was called a crazy white boys. I didn't want to put crazy uh, on me, so I just put Tennessee white boy. <laughs> but oh, that rapper has white boy you have tatted to cover across it all his the time. You must have to cover it all the time. Yeah, well, I usually do. Hey, Yeti, yeah. what, you got a CWB tattoo, don't you? Yeah, I got it on my right below my throat. You know what the crazy thing about that is? Like the funniest part? I'm not white. <laughs> Are you Hispanic? Yeah, I'm a. a Cherokee, Apache, and uh, some sort of, some southern tribe. I haven't tracked it back No shit. Long. I always wanted to be Indian. You know, I bet you got, I bet you have money waiting for you. Are nah. you Choctaw? Choctaw has a lot of, they have a lot of money. The Choctaw from the oil in Oklahoma. Yeah, you got a, I'm part of a eastern or western band from out in Oklahoma, and you got to jump through a bunch of hoops and live uh, in wow. the nation to get any kind of money, and out here, I'm just beat. Right. <laughs> The film uh, Lunch Ladies, when we, we played at the Tulsa Fest, which was just really wonderful. And it was pretty cool because I met like a, a lot of people that, I don't know, it's like because I grew up in Minnesota. We didn't have anybody from the Indian nation. Like I never met. And it was just cool. It was like, wow, this is so cool. So I met like a lot of people from tribes and stuff like that in Tulsa. I didn't know they had such a big, I mean, I didn't know anything about Oklahoma, but they have a very big population of Native Americans there. So, oh, cool. yeah. It's where they, they, uh, that was part of the big removal. Is they were just like, you know what, this place is terrible. Let's give it to the Indians. The trail, the trail of tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they broke it up into a whole bunch of different nations and parceled it out. Right. Did you, right. Did you get to uh, check out Tulsa at all? I love Tulsa. Tulsa blew my mind because I had no idea what to expect. It was yeah, super artistic, pretty. super pretty. Like I met the nicest people. I loved it. I loved it. You been there? Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I grew up in Oklahoma. Oh, uh, did you? Uh, yeah, a couple of hours east towards the Arkansas border. But my mom lives about 45 minutes north of Tulsa now, up by, uh, up by the Kansas line. So every time I go visit, we go into Tulsa. We go to the art districts and check out the museums. And Yeah, Tulsa's a great, great city. I also went to Oklahoma City for dead center, and, and I enjoyed Oklahoma City a lot, too. That's really cool. Uh, there's a little town outside of it where the college actually is called Norman. Uh-huh. That's, that's a cool place if you ever get out that way. Oh, really? It's yeah. a neat little college town. A lot of little cool little gastro pubs and microbreweries and shit. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I was really, I was really blown away by Tulsa. I just, I didn't expect it to be so. I don't know. Just, it was really just artistic. I didn't realize they had such a big. I mean, they have like the biggest country music place there. Like, you, they stars come from all over and play whoa, there. Whoa, and, you know. Whoa, whoa. The biggest country music. No. no. Yeah, like they've got you one know of the what biggest... music? Have you ever heard of Music City, Nashville? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, they I'm have. Messing, I'm messing with you. Like, I, I don't no, care. I'm I mean, just seriously, like I didn't know, but like but, you know, I've heard of the Tulsa Sound. You know, like I love JJ Kale and those kind of guys, but I didn't know they actually have like a theater there where people come. Like that's like considered one of the best places for country people to play country music. And I just didn't know that they had that kind of art district there. Oh, I didn't I either. Like, yeah, I mean, that'd be it'd be awesome to actually go visit. I like artsy shit. You love it. I love awesome. it though. I like museums yeah. and all that stuff. I like that stuff. So. Jim Jam's yeah. over here like, man, I don't understand a damn thing them pictures mean, man. I can make anybody mm. can make art of the shit I've seen. Like man selling for thousands of dollars. I'm like, why? Why? Art, art's in the, strokes, the bro. Older. Yeah. They make it look yeah. easy, but it's not as easy as it looks. No, hell no. Yeah, well some of it just looks like they did this with a brush. That is what they did. You know, those modern artists, they all have to do, take classical art classes and they know how to do all the classics before they do the other. I think oh, art's really? cool, though. I really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Art, so. Like, Jackson Pollock was like a train, you know. I mean, nobody can do stuff. I'm not a big, huge Jackson Pollock fan, but, like, you, you see all the people try to rip his stuff off. It just doesn't look anything like Jackson Pollock's, but he knew how to do all classical art and stuff like that. All those modern artists worth their salt do, you know. Yeah. I'm going to win. Dude, you wasted my paper. 
No, I've got it on. I'm just messing with you, dude. So hey, up. speaking of art. Yeah. Let's check out What's Johnny. That? That's Johnny's art. <laughs> that That is. I just doodle. I doodle. When it, That's hey, funny. Look, you got any more in there? It don't matter. We don't have to show people my doodles. When, when I'm in a conversation, I always doodle. Like, it's just... He's very... I'm always thinking and doing something. Hey, he wow. might... He, he has a tough exterior, but really, he deep down, he's a big teddy bear. Oh, I can tell. Fun. I got tons of... I can tell. I got tons of doodles. He, he can be a sweetheart. I'm sure. Uh, but don't, God, don't, this don't, is his romantic love for romantic comedies coming out. Fuck you, man. God. <laughs> hey, but so I did sweet. get an exciting. Uh, <laughs> I did get something exciting happen last weekend. We went was it last weekend. Yeah, we saw the Meg, but immediately after saw a movie with Mandy Moore in it. Oh my God! What really? movie? Really? Yeah. What movie? What? I can't remember the name. Did of the you name. like the Meg? I heard the Meg is getting kind of crappy reviews. Did you like it? The Meg was amazing. Yeah. Was what? Amazing. He likes. Oh my god! I heard a review from a guy that hated it so much he yelled, "This sucks!" at the screen and walked out. Well, <laughs> I hope the Meg swallows him whole. Fuck that guy! I'm Here's sorry. the thing. Okay, okay. Here's the thing about Jim Jam. Oh shit. <laughs> he likes big fish movies. Like he likes the 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 sea he likes movies. Big, he loves them. He likes the big fish movies. Yeah, like I mean Jaws and all that. Like. Not Joss. Joss was like, a good yeah, movie. Where are you going with? Where are you I'm going? I'm just saying, with? this is what you like. You like the big monster, the oversized monster movies. Okay. Yeah, so there's you don't nothing. Count. I mean, if you, you like your it, your review like does it. not count. Does the Meg though? <laughs> it does not appeal to me. It's gonna, it's gonna spoil some of this, but fucking Jason Statham stabs the Meg in the eye with a big knife well, or what? something. Yeah, ruined the whole movie for me. And then he just flips off of him and, and just like, he, kill, he kills a 75-foot shark. Wow, you just really ruined the whole movie. Well, well. That I will never I mean, ever watch. Who didn't expect Jason Statham to go hand-to-hand with the damn fish? Oh, I, I wanted to. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not a fish. It's a Meg. It's Statham going kung fu on a big fish. I mean, really. Yes, and it was... And <laughs> yeah, it, he's like... Yeah, but and it if, fucking delivered, damn it! But if the if, <laughs> if the Meg would have got out on shore and started walking on his fins and put up his dukes and fought him hand to hand, he'd still fucked him up. It would have been awesome. Yes. Oh my god, that, guys! We would have went transporter style on that bitch. He'd have he'd have broken yeah. a couple elbow fins, <laughs> elbow fins, <laughs> and he would have swept his legs what? and he would have smashed his face. In. Any if any sci-fi executives are listening to this now, they're probably going to steal your idea. Well, I mean, there is <laughs> Trailer Park Shark, so now they got a shark. Hey, the new uh, the new Sharknado has dinosaurs in it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. Did both of our heads oh. lower at the same time because? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to watch it. I just saw the commercial for it, and I was like, oh, my God. No, but Jim Jam loves a big shark movie. But look, you got a fucking phenomenal uh, concept for a movie and a great short. Yeah, yet Sharknado can get fucking made. That's what I'm saying. Sharknado can get made. Somebody got to, you know... Maybe uh, but seriously though, ladies, seriously, though, seriously, though, that meat is more badass than any shark. That meat grinder was... T-Rex? Yeah. I think it's hardcore. You want to know something funny about T-Rex is uh, everybody told, like the first director who was the one story, but like, anyway, he dropped out for a number of reasons. And one of them was, you know, nobody wants to see two female middle-aged leads. And another was I'll never find a uh, meat grinder. Cause like the meat, uh, to get a meat grinder is like, you know, buy one, like two grand. So I'm at this um, LA art gallery and I see this amazing artwork by this guy named Christopher Sapp. He does really, really dark stuff. And I call up Christopher. I'm like, do you think you can make a meat grinder and make it have like a personality? And he's like, yeah. So this artist made this, this meat grinder, 300 bucks out of a, like a trunk and just did this amazing, gave it such a personality. So that's how the meat grinder came to life. That's awesome. Yeah. I was really lucky. But yeah, so like we were saying, uh, we'll give you that contact for Fangoria, and hell, who knows? 
I'm yeah, a, you never. I follow up on them all, man. I'll I'll send anybody talk about my film to anybody. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> what What if though? That is on the way. My God, awesome! But nice. what if like uh, I'm just gonna put this out here, and I know you don't want to see the cast uh, change, but what if Melissa McCarthy and then like Kristen Wiig or something? I'll tell you, you know what? I think they would be... Okay, first of all, I love both of them, but I think they aren't right for it. You know why? Because too mainstream? Of, they're too mainstream. What people like about this movie, especially the horror community, is it's, it's a little punk. It's a little rock and roll because you got... It, there's Those two are so like mainstream that I just don't see... No matter how good they are, I just don't see buying them as these down and out lunch ladies and the lead part was written for Donna. I mean, that is Donna. So it's like, I mean, of course, let's just say like someone wants to give me $5 million. Like, Hey, we can get Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and that's who we want. And we're not going to make it unless we get them. I mean, they're wonderful actresses. I just think that they're not, nobody's better than Donna and Mary. That's. I agree with and you I on think, that. Well, you, sh- you definitely got to fight. Uh, it, it wouldn't. It, it, I agree with you. I, it just popped up in my head. I was I, just sitting there thinking, yeah. I think anybody that sees the short or whatever will see that it has to be them to play it. No one else. Yeah, can they're do it. underdogs. You know, they're like you got to have that punk rock feel. You know, like people that are down and out that are. It's and it's nice to see actors that are really good that nobody's seen before. But I mean, I understand someone's putting up a bunch of money. They want to like they believe that they've got to have some star to make it back. I, I don't think that you do need a star to make the money back because I right. think there's enough people who would get it. You know, would come see it. Well, you could keep the original lunch ladies, but like for the principal, get a big famous star if you can. Yeah. So, well, there's yeah. actually another lead. There's there's two other women leads in it. Oh, good. There's See, yeah, there's a there's an arch nemesis uh, home ec teacher. Dude, <laughs> that <laughs> is so hey, funny because Miss she Crispin, she run, she runs the crockpot club and she's just she's horrible. So that could be like a star. And then there's a cop, a female cop. Well, hey, if we can't get them Fangoria interested, we'll, we we will let's do a how about you do a Kickstarter and get your money made like that. I know everybody well, I does think, it, but... You know, the problem with Kickstarter is you can't raise $5 million on it. No. And I have a hard time. I don't know. Kickstarter, I don't know. It's I will, not. That, that's stressful you can, as fuck. You fun. can make, like, maybe 30000 on Kickstarter. But, well, but this certain, film, at minimum, is $2 million, the feature, at minimum. You know? It would be so stressful to be on Kickstarter for anything. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and you're hitting up all your friends all the time. I just... Ugh. Yeah. Give me your money. I mean, not that, I, mean I get it, Share but it's like... Stuff. it's like. It, it's a pain, no, you know. It's a. I mean, I'm not completely ruling it out, but I could not get even a quarter of the budget on Kickstarter because it's it's more than you know just to make it look good. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. there's food, there's surrealism, which you know the poppy colors, you know, and stuff like that. It's I, just, I can't it's imagine not a the food thing. cost. Um, I mean, if it, the food costs on the the movie would be. But look, then you could be feeding them lunch while they're filming, so. You knock out two birds with one stone. This is this is the bar that we're having, guys. This is all you're getting. There is no catering. Enjoy. This Enjoy. is catering. This is catering. Yeah, we're exactly. filming you eat the, your lunch. Is all we're doing. <laughs> I love but it. you got to do it in a very pig eating way. Yeah. yeah. Get it all over your face. No, that's please. actually I call them. In one scene, I call them pigs at the trough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They're enjoying it their like food a trough so on that first scene. No, yeah, that first scene when they're serving up that slop. Gosh, damn. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get food <laughs> like that. Whew. <laughs> damn, I never had food look like that. So Whew. finger, yeah, fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything crossed. Thanks, for, guys. Hopefully, uh, you will get someone throw some money at you soon. You will. Yeah. I, I believe you will. That's what Positivity I hope. Yeah. You definitely got a gym here. Yeah, you know, and every little bit, like every time, like I talk to somebody or you guys, you know, just, I mean, yeah, he just like reached out to me on Instagram. I was like, I love horror comedies. Can I see it? Just, it's awesome because it's it's you guys, you know, like getting people to talk about it and hear about it that gets people interested. So thank you. Oh yeah, really thank you. Appreciate it. There's uh, no problem with us. We love independent. 
That's one thing about Yeti, though. That, he is a he is a monster when it comes to article writing. Writing period. So you're a great you're a great writer, Yeti. I thought that you did a really good job on that review. You really did. Other than the fact that it was also funny, which is is really a plus too. <laughs> I try to I try to do that because, like, I, I think people would rather. <clears throat> You know, sure, you know, there's a place for really being analytical and breaking everything down. But when it comes down to it, what everybody wants to know is, like, do I want to watch this movie or not? Exactly. Exactly. And the horror community is so funny. Like, <sighs> they get that. You know, like, yeah. when I write the blogs about the lunch ladies, it's all from, like, a comedy point of view. You know, them doing something fucked up to get in a film festival. Them doing something fucked up to get a good review. And it's, and it's like, because I feel like the horror community has a really good sense of humor. You know, so. I think it, I think it kind of goes together. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I love horror comedies. <clears throat> yes, horror comedies. <laughs> Our number one to go to is. Uh, Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale versus Eagle. You know what? That is the one movie that I just don't get. Like, everybody loves it and thinks it's so funny, and I'm like, eh. I know. Sorry, dude. There's another uh, independent horror comedy that came out. I don't, I don't know if you've come across it. It's called Head. No. I'll have to check this out. Elmwood. It's done by Elmwood Productions. They're a puppet company. Oh, my God. Uh, they're like marionette. They're like the big styrofoam kind of puppets, almost Sesame Street, but not Muppety. Um, Whoa! It's called. Head. I gotta see this. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's. It and it's all. It's all yeah, puppets. Uh, There's no actual person in the movie. Yeah. Oh my god, that's brilliant. That's so funny. Head. And it's a horror comedy slasher set in like they go out and like they're drinking, <clears throat> smoking weed, having, having sex. Puppet <laughs> bar? Yes, they yes. show. They show puppet boobies. So yeah. is this on Netflix or what? I mean, is this hard to get or? Uh, I believe it's on it's Amazon. On, I think you might be able to get a, a physical copy of it, but it's on on demand pretty much everywhere. It came out earlier this year. Okay, I'll check it out for sure. I'm going to send you the information about Bong of the Living Dead too. You're going to love it. Oh yeah, for sure. You're going to love it. I just know it. I just know it. Oh yeah. Well. <clears throat> Well, Hi guys. We can't thank you enough for coming on. I know you got a party to go to, right? Yeah, my friend's playing in. Um, the, uh, my friend Jeff Cleveland plays in this. He, he he plays a lot of instruments, and he's doing a thing called Side Yard today, That's cool. which is a bunch of bands. So I'm gonna go down and support him and hear him play. You know, it'd be nice. <laughs> is it in a death metal band? <laughs> No, he's more like I think he thinks he's like uh, the Grateful Dead. That's, that's okay. what's his name. He's got a kind of Jimmy Gar- uh, a G- a Garcia. What's his face? Uh, Jerry. Jerry Garcia feel meets like a Tom Petty. That's cool. He's real talented. Yeah, no, no, person, I like so it. yeah, like it. Nice. So like almost folksy jam band kind. Yeah, of. Yeah, total jam band. Like you know, there'll be a section that goes for ten minutes. Hell yeah! Now, those are. Yeah. So, um, that is when you should be tripping acid. So is it still? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. Is, that is when you should be tripping acid. Maybe is not it... on lunch, ladies, but watch right now while you're watching lunch, ladies. But exactly, exactly. Hey, real quick before we go, is it still hot as balls in LA? Oh, so sick of it. I'm so sick of it, and I love the heat. But yeah, it's still hot. It cooled off for like two days, but I'm just like, ugh. I never run my air conditioner. I run my air conditioner almost every day this month. It's just been horrible. That electric bill is going to be outrageous, ain't it? (laughs) Dude, I already got one. I'm just like, oh, fuck. You know? (laughs) But you can't take it. Well, Well, Clarissa, we appreciate you being on with us and uh, taking time to put up with our crazy conversations. We'll definitely stay in touch because definitely uh, hit up Fangoria. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send. I'll send an email first thing uh, Monday morning. I'll send him an email. So oh, yeah. I really appreciate that connection and um, yeah, yeah maybe we we'll get to see the feature. So hopefully, fingers crossed. If a feature right. gets made, we got somewhere we could show it. So awesome! Yeah, I'll hit you guys up. We'll be like, have me on the show again. Feature's getting made. Oh yeah, <laughs> because of course. You're picking it up. You can come so. on. Hey, you can come on anytime. Just let us know. All right, appreciate it, guys. Yep. All right, have Bye. a good afternoon. Thanks, thanks for the interview. Right. See yep. you later, Tennessee. Bye. Yeah, we'll see you. Bye. Be careful. <laughs>
Hey, Yeti. Did you yeah. pause it or were you going? Uh, uh, I can just keep going. Yeah, just keep going. All right, guys. So that was Clarissa Jacobson from uh, Screenplay Writer. Pff, screenplay Writer. Writer. <laughs> Lunch Ladies. That's that's what was on the damn, uh, what's it called? I Googled it. Writer of Lunch Ladies. And that movie is hilarious if you get a chance to check it out. If, a short film. Well, yeah. But it's, it's, not, still, uh, it's, it's still a movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a short movie. Appreciate, yeah, short appreciate Yeti there for uh Yeah, we appreciate his bitch that. ass being on here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, do what I can, do what I can. That's a, that was a damn fine. That was, that was a good time, man. It's been like two in a row have been really good. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. fun yesterday, too. <laughs> We've already discussed this off air that we're not talking about stuff on air. <clears throat> Anyways, but yeah, so uh, guys, uh, follow us on all of our Facebook, Instagrams, and all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Boy, it's not bullshit. I'm sorry, Jim Jan. Don't slap me. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> but no, uh, hit up all the you know social media stuff, guys. And and this podcast is available on what what was it Yeti yesterday? You said where all fine podcasts are sold. Our <laughs> <laughs> <Are> sold. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Buy uh, our podcast. But yeah, and uh, you know, just look us up, and we hope we see you at CreepyCon. Yes, because yeah. this is a week in advance before CreepyCon. Yep. So uh, <clears throat> that's uh, I guess that's all we got. We out. Peace.